welcome to the Worry Tree podcast, episode one. My name's Mark, I'm going to be the host for today, um, and I'm lucky enough to have the founder of Worry Tree with us in the room. Um, so, Louise, good morning. Good morning, Mark. We'll get straight into it because we've got some, some real tough questions to ask you about Worry Tree and, and, and why you founded it and things like that, so mm-hmm. where it comes from. So, so tell us and tell your listeners, where does Worry Tree come from? So Worry Tree is a cognitive behavioural therapy tool. It's in a, an app format, so you can get it on iPhone and also on Android phones too. Um, and it's a tool that helps you manage worry. So it came about because actually I have worried all my life. Um, and um, just since I was a child, I can remember worrying a lot as a teenager right through my 20s. And I never really thought that it was anything different to what anybody else does. I just assumed that that everybody worries as much as, as I was worrying about yeah. things. Um, But then I remember a conversation with you a few years ago um, in the car and I remember we were going past Asda and I said to you in the car, and I can't remember why, but I said to you in the car, do you think my worrying has an impact on our relationship? And you said, oh God, yeah, it has an impact on everything for you um, and it holds you back. And that was a real kind of wake up moment for me where I realised that actually maybe not everybody worries as much as I was worrying about just everything. Yeah. Um, so I went to the doctors yeah. and said, I worry a lot, what do I do? And the doctor referred me for cognitive behavioural therapy. Yeah, and uh, and how did that go then, that CBT, as you know it, cognitive behaviour therapy? So I had, um, I was referred on the NHS, but the waiting list at that time was about a year and I was fortunate enough to be able to go private and have, and sort of speed up the process and, and go for eight cognitive behavioural therapy sessions. And at those sessions, I was diagnosed with generalised anxiety disorder, which is where you're kind of constantly worrying and have a low level anxiety all of the time about everything. It just sort of permeates your whole life. Yeah. And what, what were they teaching you then during those sessions? So they, they identified the generalised anxiety disorder and um, they suggested CBT. So what, what was the journey look like during those CBT sessions then? Mm. So so CBT, if you're not familiar with it, is a form of talking therapy and it's all around how our thoughts, our feelings and our behaviours are interlinked. And actually, if you tackle your thoughts and and, and um, reframe your thoughts, you can actually start to build, build um, feeling better and then you, your actions change as well. So it's a whole kind of circle. And one element of CBT that I learned in particular was um, a technique called the worry tree technique. Yeah. And what is the worry tree technique then? Because a lot of people will not quite understand that technique that's used quite widely. Sure. So what is it? What's the worry tree? So the worry tree technique is a technique that encourages you to catch, challenge and then change your your worries or your thoughts. So the first step and the biggest step is always around awareness and actually becoming aware of when you're worrying about something and catching yourself worrying about something because often we don't notice those of us who worry a lot of the time. Um, you don't notice that you're worrying sometimes until you feel anxious and you feel that dropping feeling in your stomach and you go, oh, or I must have been worrying about something and then you backtrack. So the first element is to catch yourself worrying in the moment and catch those thoughts. Um, And then the second thing is to ask yourself if there's anything you can do about it. So you um, write down or capture your, your, your worry. You ask yourself if there's anything you can do about it. If there is something you can do about it, like it's an actionable worry, then you go on to decide what you're going to do, make a plan, 
and 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 put it into action. Yeah. And then sometimes we're worrying about something that we really have no control over. So that would be what people call a hypothetical worry, kind of often a sort of what if worry. Um, so for me, a quite common one is what if the plane crashes? Um, that's something that I worry about if I'm going on holiday. And yeah. so um, with a what if worry, there's really not much you can do about it. It's all around distracting yourself or mindfully refocusing your attention onto something else for just long enough, um, whether it's a physical activity or reading a book or making a cup of tea, but you distract yourself for just long enough for the worry to kind of abate and for you to move on with your day. So it's a really, really simple technique, the worry tree technique. Yeah, okay. And then, so how did the worry tree app come about then? Because the worry tree process is already out there. It's being mm. used by therapists and yes. by by sufferers of anxiety. So, so why did you create worry tree as an app? So the the worry tree technique was a real sort of key technique as part of my as part of my personal therapy and so I was practicing it a lot between the sessions. Now you go for CBT, you go once a week or maybe once a fortnight and but the really important thing is that you're doing your practice and doing your homework in between the sessions for it to really embed and for you to start to feel better. That's that's how it works. So I was doing my worry tree technique um, on the backs of envelopes, literally, mm-hmm. um, in my notes app on my phone, in my notepad, in my journal, just wherever I could find it. I'd you know, catch myself worrying and write it down. Yeah. And then at some stage, I thought to myself, oh, it's bound to be an app. There's, there's an app for everything nowadays. Um, there's an app to tell you to drink water. There must be an app that enables you to go through the worry tree technique yeah um and this is a couple of years ago and when i looked there really wasn't anything there was nothing on on the app store that really did exactly what i wanted it to do yeah um and so i thought i'd give it a go and and create something because i figured if i needed it then probably there's somebody else out there who would find it helpful too so how did it actually start then what did you do because you don't don't just create an app uh, that's for people in uh, San Francisco to do <laughs> not in Little Hereford so so how did the journey begin then of creating it because so I, I I suppose the first thing I did was I mapped out how I wanted it to work yeah um, the worry tree technique is a very kind of linear it's a decision tree if you've ever seen a version of it on the website or people share beautiful drawings of it on Instagram sometimes it's effectively a decision tree um, and so it it lent itself naturally to being mapped out so I drew out kind of like a storyboard for how I thought the app should work mm. um, I started to learn how to code and a storyboard it. is just like a, a series of uh, journey then it's, it's yeah uh, like what each screen would look like yeah. and what would happen next yep. um, and then it's not something that I'd ever done before but I googled it and, and yeah. just something that's called wireframing so there's yeah. lots of information on the internet about how to wireframe yeah. um, so I just yeah so I started to create kind of a structure of how I thought it would look I did start to try and learn to code it myself, um, but then hit a few hurdles as it got more complex. I yeah. just couldn't. It, the, the the more complex elements of the app um, were just taking me too long to kind of work out how to do. Sure. So then um, we went out on a, a kind of job site to look for a, a freelancer who could do a little bit of coding work for us, yeah. app development, and created that very first version of the app, which we launched on Android probably a couple of years ago now, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was just, you know, two or three hundred pounds of development and we put it on Android and waited to see what happened. Yeah, and what did happen then? A few people downloaded it. A few people downloaded it, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty clunky looking app um, and it was kind of bright green with a logo that I'd created on um, Canva. Yeah. And it wasn't the most beautiful thing, but it worked functionally and people downloaded it and they used it. Yeah, 
So, and, and where's where's it go? So we see a version now today mm. that um, quite a lot of users are out there. Mm. So um, I believe you have quite a following now. Um, so how did you get from from that clunky version to to the version that people see today? So the version that people see today, we launched just over a year ago, 18 months ago now, it's about March 2020. Yeah. Um, and we, so we had a bit more development work. I did a Kickstarter and we had some support from a company in Cambridge called IESO Digital Health. And um, that gave us enough funding just to sort of take it to the next stage and recreate it in a better platform um, that would enable us to, to create something that was a bit more user-friendly and, and nicer to, to look yeah. at as well. Yeah. And then um, we were able to then launch that for Apple as well yeah. last year. So you're on both Android and Apple Yeah, now. so we're on Android and Apple. And it's going really well and people are finding it really helpful. We get so much amazing feedback from our community. It's yeah. just fantastic. So, But what sticks out from... Uh, the rest of the apps then so worry tree you've got a lot of other apps that are out there like mm. calm um clementine etc headspace um what, what's the difference then with worry tree so worry tree is a very simple toolkit and it's based specifically around um cognitive behavioral therapy and it's there's the worry tree toolkit on it and then there's also some other cognitive behavioral therapy tools in there such as learning to manage un uncertainty we've got a thought challenging technique we've added a gratitude journal as well yeah um so there's nothing quite like worry tree out there and the way i see it is that everybody should have a, a kind of toolkit of a, sort of a mental health toolkit on their phone um, of different apps that help them in different circumstances. Yeah. So, you know, we're not competing with the likes of Calm, Calm and Headspace. They do meditation. Yeah. You know, for me, I have I have Headspace, I have Clementine, yeah. I have Worry Tree, which I use as well. Yeah. And it's around having like that toolkit of mental health apps um, that all kind of work in conjunction with each other, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, and what what are the users saying then? Because I know that you're um, so working closely with you. I know you answer every question that comes in um, because you have a great feedback format within the app and on your website to allow people to ask you questions or uh, recommend. So, you know, how does that sort of work? What's the sort of feedback that's coming in from people that use it? So feedback from the Worry Tree community is really, really important to me and it's how we've got it to, to where it is now and, and often we'll go out and ask people what tools they want to find within the app and what people come back with us, uh, uh, what we develop. So yeah. that community feedback is really important. Like you say, we have a, a function within the, the app that enables people to give us their feedback and I um, respond to all of those personally. Um, and I also always respond to all of our Google reviews personally. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we've had some amazing feedback from people who, who who come to us and say, this has really transformed the way I think. I use it all the time. It's really helpful. We know of GPs using it. Yeah. We know of mental health practitioners sharing it with their um, patients. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, and you know, it's not for everybody. Worry Tree won't work for everybody. Um, it's all about empowering you to to challenge your own thoughts and create your own actions. It doesn't tell you what to do. And, and some people would like us to give them more um, more direction, but it's really important that, that Worry Tree is around empowering you to create your own action plans rather than giving you all of the answers. Yeah, so if somebody 
somebody downloaded the app today because they were suffering from worries or anxiety um, or just generally weren't feeling great and they found Worry Tree on the app store mm. and they decided to download it. Yeah. yeah. How, how would you describe the best way to, to use it then um, if you're not under professional care? Yeah. Um, how would you say to approach it first of all? First time use. So first time use, um, and it does when you go straight into Worry Tree, it does explain to you kind of how it all works the mm. first time you go in. Um, I think the critical thing with with a technique such as Worry Tree is that you're using it regularly, yeah, um, as often as possible. And the more you use it, the better it works. Yeah. So if you're expecting to download Worry Tree and record a few worries and problem solve them and then leave it and move on, it's yeah. probably not going to work for you. Yeah. Um, the kind of the magic happens with the regular use sure. and it, you know going in at least once a day, recording a worry, working it through, yeah. um, and and then and then doing it the next day and the next day and the next day. Yeah. And over a period of time, you find that you're creating new neural pathways in your brain um, because the brain is amazing it's you know mm -hmm. this um it's called neuroplasticity where our brain can re um relearn and, and change and, and it's an amazing organ really yeah and um the more you use it the more you build those pathways the easier it gets and the less you'll worry sure so it's all about habit then and, and yes. forming a new habit yeah so worry tree allows you to form that new habit to capture your worries or your anxieties earlier and redirect them, yeah. Um, but that takes time, yeah. Yeah, and in users who have used it for a while, are they are they feeding that back to us? What's the sort of um, what's the sort of benefits that they're getting from it? I suppose are they coming back and say, actually, yes, this has worked for them? Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. They really are, and you know, I use it myself as well. And um, over time, it really does make a difference. But it's putting in that that consistent use, and that's why it's such a simple format. Yeah. The simpler it is, the easier it is to use, the yeah. more likely we're going to use it regularly and it will really yeah. uh, make those changes. Brilliant. And so so out of the app then, what's your personal favourite? So there's lots of functionality for you know within it now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've, I've <clears> seen the app and helped develop it with you and um, you know, so what's your favourite bit? What would you say is, is your Key. That's a really good question. <laughs> Key feature. Key feature. My favourite, well, I suppose the one, the feature that I use the most is probably my favourite. Yeah. Um, so I use the thought challenging um, mm -hmm. tool quite regularly. And for people out there that don't know thought so, challenging. So the thought challenging tool we developed because sometimes a negative thought doesn't feel like a worry, um, which may not make sense, kind of makes sense in my head, but sometimes you sort of, you have a, a thought and you feel, oh, it doesn't quite fit within a worry, a worry format. So the thought challenging tool is for challenging negative thoughts and it enables you to write down the thought, which immediately gets it out of your head, which immediately gives you that space from it and you don't feel quite so strongly about it. And then once you've written it down, it takes you through a series of steps that encourage you to reframe that thought, not necessarily turning it around and turning it into a massively positive thought because that might not be realistic for sure, you, yeah. but perhaps a more balanced thought. Yeah. And the process of doing that what we're seeing is because at the beginning of the process, you you rate how strongly you feel about that thought. Yeah. And then at the end of the process, you write rate how strongly you feel about that thought now. And what we're seeing is that that dropping down and people feeling much better at the end of the process because they've they've gone through this this journey with the thought. So yeah. that's my favourite. I use that the most at the moment. Oh, fantastic. And then what, what are your 
future hopes then for Worry Tree? What's it look like now going forward? I want to, there's so much, there's so many ideas that we've got with what we could do next. Um, and we wanted to move that forward with the community and make sure that we're continuing to develop something that is what people want and need. Yeah. Um, we would like to add more cognitive behavioral therapy tools within there because there's a whole suite of different CBT tools available and we'd like to sort of expand it so there's more within there and we can help more people. Um, we've also just taken on um, what we're calling a clinical advisory panel yeah. who are providing us with that like clinical challenge. So they're therapists and experts in their field who who give us that balance of making sure that we're creating tools that are the right tools for people to use and are still right, um, very relevant to what CBT practitioners are doing at the moment. So, yeah. Um, yeah, lots of ideas for the future, but we want to make sure that we're creating the right things for people that they need. Sure. You've mentioned community there as well. Mm. Um, and so initially it sounds as though it was created just for a tool as an app. What's what's the journey been like then between starting that app just as an app and now, as you mentioned, community? You know, what's it look like now from a, from a community point of view and where are you going with that? Is, is there, because a lot of people are out there using the app, they feel, can feel quite lonely that it's only ever happening to them. Mm. You know, what's the sort of community element that you want to bring in for Worry Tree? So we've had quite a few people ask us if we would create a community, a, a, a physical, or not a physical, a, a electronic, I can't think of the word, community yeah. um, within the app where yeah. people can kind of support each other. And so that's something that we're looking at at the moment as a possible future um, step for people so that they can kind of support each other and share stories. Um, so that's one element. But also I think Worry Tree is more than just the app now. You know, we've got um, a really thriving website. We've got a, a busy blog um, where we're sharing kind of thoughts and ideas outside of the app. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a lot of other things going on. We've just started to do a few kind of mindful products which support people as well. So we've got like a fidget bangle yeah. um, that's a sort of worry tree fidget bangle. We, yeah. we do a notepad for people who don't want to use an app because not everybody has a smartphone or oh, wants to, to work that way. Yeah, that's really good. So we're looking at journals and things like that too. So yeah, um, yeah because, yeah. So it's more of holistic. Yes. Then. So the app is more of just the tool. Yes. Yeah, and then the community started sounding like starting to build up, um, and um, you know you're bringing in the you know products and online you know abilities where people across the world can get in touch and things yeah. like that you know and, and support one another. It sounds really got lots really of important. exciting plans. Yeah, fantastic. So, um, any other thoughts around Worry Tree? Anything you want to share with um, the listeners around Worry Tree? I suppose just that we're always listening to what people are, are asking for and you know what their ideas are and so and and so I like to think that's something that's different about us than other you know big app development companies in Silicon yeah. Valley is that you know it is we are a tiny team it's a family business um, and so get in touch with us you know we we're there on social media and we've got our email address too and you can you can email us direct if you've got any questions about the app or if you're ever having any problems using it yeah you know it is literally me at the end of an email and a couple of other people so that's fantastic thank you Louise and before we disappear and wrap this one up um, we thought it'd be interesting to get to know you a little bit better <laughs> um, because I know you as is that person 
um, as obviously my wife to begin with. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, people out there possibly uh, want to engage with you a little bit better. So uh, we've had a few questions come in that um, uh, we're going to ask you to, uh, to so that we can get to know you personally. OK, um, I'm nervous. So <laughs> you should be. <laughs> you certainly should be. Um, your first one is um, if you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, Mr. Blue Sky. Why? Because um, it reminds me of you. Oh, that's sweet. I know. That is really sweet. Um, <laughs> so the next one is, what is your guilty pleasure? Ooh. Oh. Uh, um, probably like um, interior design programs on Netflix. <laughs> Any particular one? Oh, no. Um, oh, no, that's not really a guilty pleasure fixer upper, is it? Uh, depends on who your audience okay, is. Okay, I'm going to go with Fixer Upper on um, HGTV or whatever yeah. it is. Um, the next one is, is, what is your biggest pet peeve? What <laughs> annoys you the most? Um, what is my biggest pet peeve? Um, people tidying up after me when I'm a really tidy person. <laughs> and if I've left something somewhere, then that's like, I've left it there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. That goes one way, though, listeners. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, the next one we've had in is, is what is your most frequently used emoji? Oh, it's the it's the smiley face that's like looks like a chuckle. So not the one with the with the the tears coming out, but the like the the chuckling face. And do you use it too much? Yes. Yes. You need to need to work on that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, and if you could design a billboard. What would be on it and where would it be located? Oh, my goodness. A billboard. So you'd billboard if you design and where would you place it? Um, it would be... Oh, my gosh. Um, well, it'd have to be a worry tree billboard then, wouldn't it, really? So it would be sharing worry tree and I would place it, um, I don't know, Leicester Square? Yeah. That's a really hard question. It is hard. Good question. Very good question. We like that question. Yeah. And then the last one, uh, if you could time travel, <laughs> what year would you go to and why? Um, it would have to be, um, I think it would be, I don't know the exact year, but it would be like the Tudor period. Yeah. So around when Henry VIII um, beheads Anne, Anne Boleyn. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Not to see it, but just <laughs> I'd be really interested in that time and what was happening beforehand and stuff. Tough times. Tough times. Tough times. <laughs> Thank you, Louise. That's brilliant. It's really nice to start to share what I know of you to the wider world. Um, we'll be coming back again um, for another podcast, dive in a little bit deeper. Um, we'll start introducing some um, guests as well that can share some techniques on CBT and management of anxiety, etc. Um, but uh, like Louise said, where can we find you again? Where's the, what's your email address for WorryTree? So our direct email address is hello at worry-tree.com. Yeah. Um, and then the website is worry-tree.com. Sure. And then you can find us as WorryTree or WorryTree app on all of the um, Instagrams, our main one, but also yeah. Facebook and Twitter. Fantastic. Louise, thanks so much for spending your time with us today. I know Thank you're very you. busy. <laughs> yeah, so we will let you get back to work. Yeah, supporting your community. Thank you and, very much. Uh, we will talk again soon. Thank you. Thanks everybody for listening. Bye.